So I'm Hadley, and I've never seen Friends before, but now I have because I'm watching it with my friends, Nikki and Nico. Hello. Yo. Okay, this was the one with the thumb. I loved that we got like, you know, three quarters of the way through the episode, and then all of a sudden, the thumb happens, <laughs> and I looked over at you, Hadley, and you were just like, the re- realization and like remembrance that, oh yeah, a thumb, <laughs> and the shock that that's how they use the thumb. That it's in a soda can. It's in a soda can, and that leads to Phoebe. It's, this is the one with the MacGuffin. Like, <laughs> yeah. I reckon they could have called this the one with the Allen. They could have called it the one where nothing happens. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> the one yeah. without any sort of cutscene sequences. <laughs> yeah. Just next scene. Actually, let me tell you something that does happen in this episode that was groundbreaking and mind-shattering. Mm. Yes. Friends goes outside. <laughs> Oh my god. We're not in Central Perk anymore. We're not in the apartment anymore. We're just on the, the street. street. <laughs> oh my gosh. And the film quality was poor. <laughs> yeah, they just got their handy cam and yeah. it was startling. But not only like the just terrible quality of the filming, but also like some of the angles. It was more yeah. cinematic. It wasn't uh, you know what? It was, it was very jarring. I was jarred. <laughs> I saw your face at that moment and you were just like, what? Like, why are you extending this world out in a way it doesn't need to? I've watched three episodes now and I've come to terms with, okay, this is what Friends is. <laughs> they just want to mix it up. Yeah. They just want to mix it up for you. They don't want to settle as quickly as you may have around what Friends is and isn't. If Friends was made today, it would be... Made by College Humor, and it would be a four and a half minute, slightly too long for my liking, web series of just them sitting in Central Perk, um, and them having the exact same conversations about like, oh, this is how you find out how big your D is, it's uh, the your index <laughs> thing in your thumb, and then the people go like, oh, oh, oh. And they'd be like, quirkily, hipstery, badly drawn cartoons. Mm. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's all yeah. the filler conversation without any of the actual story. Yeah. progression yeah and that is what this episode was <laughs> and we opened again with like the dating code mm-hmm. so in the one with the sonogram we had what was it the whole other oh, metaphor for like yeah. comedian is kissing moving into sex and how girls think kisses, kissing is important but boys think i just want to do it not only that, all girls <laughs> yeah. think yeah, kissing girls. is this, and all boys think yeah. this. And yeah. this one was the dating code of, mm. like, the unwritten rules of, like, what it means to date in New York in 1994. <laughs> when people talk about, like, media and the terrible effect it has on young people today and the expectations they have around relationships and sex, this is it. Yeah. Like, yeah. this is what is uh, yeah. crushing. Uh, this is heteronormativity at its best and worst. Absolutely. And worst. Yeah. <laughs> Mostly worst. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, the thing that is also really came forward for me, I should probably be asking you questions, but instead I'm like, I just want to tell you about friends. Yeah. Because, like, to me, this is the episode that we really start to not just see a gender divide. It's like the boys versus the girls, but an intellectual divide, the dumb ones versus the smart ones. Mm. So like they've purposely chosen that they've got, you know, like 
Ross will find out more about his job, but he writes papers and he's in a yeah. museum, so yeah. we know. You know, Chandler, the way that he speaks is quite witty and stuff, and, you know, Monica's starting to get this sort of slightly neurotic personality trait, and, you know, she kind of, like, hangs with that group, and then you've got Joey, Phoebe, and Rachel, and they're all sort of relegated to these rather sort of, yeah, dim punchlines and confusion about the simple basics of life. Yeah. And I think, yeah. You've got the dumbs, the mediums, and the smarts. Mm, mm, um, mm. And I'm, if I were to guess, I'd say that Chandler and Monica are the smarts. Mm-hmm. Um, Joey and Phoebe are the dumbs. And Rachel and Ross are the mediums. Ross is smarter than Rachel. She, she's not very street smart, but Oh, you know what? I'm going to call it now. I don't like her. Um, <laughs> I'm out. I'm out. Three on... episodes in. Yeah. And, and the only interesting times I've had watching her is the, like, just the numerous meet-cutes and then greet-cutes and eat-cutes that we've had with her and Ross. How misogynistic of you. She's just a vehicle for you to enjoy a male character. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... <laughs> Like, I hate her. She seems dumb and boring. <laughs> I mean, one, yes, there is misogyny there. Two, I would like to posit it's not my misogyny, or is it? I mean, I'm very willing to uh, eat these words. But also, I want to say it's the misogyny of, one, David Crane and whoever's writing her dumbass character. <laughs> and also maybe, I, I don't know what um, J.N. has done up until this point with her acting, but just kind of a bit 2D for my liking. Yeah, Whereas she's... Captain Sobel is really, really selling it and has given me all of, the, all of the hearts and the feels. Yeah, I mean, I think that's a valid point. The writing does no favours. Like, it does no favours. But yeah, we definitely start to see that, like, the smarts and the sillies. Yeah. Sillies, no. And also while we're jumping on the um the heteronormative buzz, um this one of all the episodes was I don't know whether to call it like the one that's the most homophobic thus far. <laughs> mm-hmm. But like any time any um male was like somewhat effeminate or something like that, like there were a couple of times like the big arc of yeah. the thing of this episode was uh, Cougar Town was going out with that new guy, and they all loved him, and she wasn't really feeling it. Yeah. And then Ross made a couple of, like, questionable statements that was like, oh, man, like, I really like this guy. And everyone would go like, oh, yeah. but you're a boy, and that means... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so but also, the- I wish he was a woman. Mm. And then Rachel going, me too. Yeah. And then they look at each other like, but that would mean... <laughs> <laughs> Quick, walk away, Rachel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, it's a problem. Yeah. <laughs> and then there was another weird, weird bit where Rachel is giving everyone their drinks that they think that they've ordered, mm-hmm. and she gives Chandler a latte, and that's, a, like, the studio audience love that Chandler got a latte, which he didn't really find out later, but the yeah. point is... He got a much more masculine <laughs> coffee. Yeah, but the concept of him getting a latte crazy yeah out there yeah. i mean yeah i mean i mean yeah i mean i mean <laughs> um so nothing much happened character development wise i'm liking chandler less and less and here is a hot take they're trying to make him be 
Like, this is the episode where he starts smoking again, and then he quits smoking. Mm-hmm. And when he's quit smoking, oh, he's a real asshole, oh, with his sharp tongue. He's no different to any of the other channels we've seen in the last three episodes. <laughs> yeah. He's the same, just acerbic. Uh, is that a word? Is that the word? I'm going to go with it. Sure. Yeah. Acid-tongued. Yeah. Um, just uh, slightly grumpier. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like he, he delivers his lines like harder mm. as an actor. His brow is more furrowed. <laughs> yeah. And then, you know what? That's it. He's mm. exactly the same, but he's got more of a F to B. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. And also, he took joy in creating dissension in the group. Yeah. So, yeah, you know, villainous, and then smoked his cigarette. Yeah. Smoked his way out the door. I... So, can I just... Ask, mm. I, I forget, up until this episode, were you aware what Joey's job was? Yeah, but I have watched season one of Joey. Um, right, right. So I knew... <laughs> Sorry, what? Oh my god. No, no, stop. Stop. We have been working under the assumption that you have not entered the Friends universe, and now you tell us that you have watched the spin-off sitcom post-season 10 Friends Joey. I mean, I watched it out of pure loyalty, and it was not good. Oh, it was, it was really, really bad. And I feel like... The one with the shocking revelation, yeah. Adley. I... The one with the blind side. <laughs> um, I'm Sandra Bullock right now. Let me explain myself. Um, not that I really can, because it's, it's, it's really bad. Um, I don't know, Drea D'Amateo is great, so why wouldn't you watch it? She is great. I know, that's why I said she was great. Oh, you did uh, it in Chandler. Yeah, just, yeah, yeah, yeah. You've been watching too much Chandler. You think yeah. does. You had an F to B. Yeah. yeah. Um, I thought, oh, I missed the boat on Friends, but, you know, maybe this is, I can catch up and get into Joey before like, it becomes cool and anyone else is watching it. And then, <laughs> I don't know, I bought a lot of stocks in, in um, iZoom when the iPhone was taken off, you know, the yeah. iPods, you know. I, I jumped on the, I backed the wrong horse team. God. <laughs> but anyway, I knew he was an actor. Oh. But, no, that's, that's like saying... <laughs> it's like saying I really liked records when CDs were a thing because one of them is great and one of them is a little bit weird and old you can't compare two things together because they happen at two separate times iPod and iPod are the same time era yeah no but it's like I've I've reached my independence as far as like a 16 year old you know what mum I'm going to watch whatever TV shows I want to uh, watch <laughs> and I could have watched Friends yeah. but Joey was, was, was you know I'm going to watch Joey because I want to get in on the ground floor of this yeah. this piece and I, I do get confused sometimes between because I've been so long ago that I watched Joey and it's also so long ago that I watched the first Charlie's Angels film I get confused if his character in Charlie's Angels, who's also an actor, yes. is is Joey, and I know that it's not, but then I also forget which scenes are from Charlie's Angels and which scenes I've seen in there from Joey. The thing that is amazing about that is like the only scenes that Matt LeBlanc appears in Charlie's Angels, he's doing like high octane action sequences as yeah. part of his Hollywood career, yeah. and then maybe he like kisses Lucy Liu once. 
So I don't really see that there's much crossover in the Venn diagram of Charlie's Angels and Joey the sitcom <laughs> that should cause confusion. <laughs> you know what? It's just the acting thing. He's played an actor and he is Ooh. an actor and he played another actor. Mate. And then he does episodes and yeah, he plays another say, actor. Yeah. Don't watch episodes because he's playing himself oh. as an actor. Okay, here's a question that I thought was thinking about watching this. Mm. Where, I mean, uh, I watch a lot of Matthew Perry um, interviews. Yes. And I think that Chandler and Matthew Perry quite similar. Mm. I like to think that David Schwimmer and Ross, I think David Schwimmer's a bit cooler and a bit more, I don't know, but I feel like they're kind of, I don't know. Who do you think is the most and least like their characters? Oh, good question. Mm. I think Lisa Kudrow is the least like a character. Yeah. Right. Consistently. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Um, most like the character. Maybe LeBlanc? I, I mean, I think Matthew Perry is pretty similar mm. to his character. Yeah. You yeah. know? Oh, yes, yeah, I guess you're right. No, I'm not, there's an opinion. No, no, you're, 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 you're 100% right. <laughs> the marriage seeps into the podcast. Yeah. And then I will, after you guys start arguing, I'll smoke my cigarette and walk away yeah. with villainous delight. I'll do like a 360 yeah. happily. With a ding, 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 um, sting. <laughs> yeah, be one of the Matthews. Yeah, one of the Matthews. I reckon so, I reckon so. Not only did we see Joey's job, he had an audition for something that he was had to do a smoke in, mm-hmm. but then we also saw Chandler's job. <laughs> do a smoke. <laughs> well done. Chandler was in an office, and he was smoking, and he had a big, massive, non-smoking sign in his cubicle. I only assume that he put that up, because surely that's on every single Yeah, cubicle. maybe it was aspirational or, like, a motivational thing when he was quitting three years earlier. Yeah. No, no smoking. It's just a scheme. <laughs> it's, to, it's to blow people off the scent. Yeah, mm. yeah. Uh, nicotine. <laughs> nicotine. Uh-huh. It was weird, though. I don't know. It was a fun sequence. No dialogue. And it was just a break-up, <laughs> the bit where Phoebe's trying to give away... Her money outside um, yes. to the homeless lady, um, and it kept cutting to Chandler with his lit cigarette that he keeps in his drawer, <laughs> and he takes it out and weird because you know at a job you can't just stand up, go outside, have a cigarette, yeah. and come back. But yeah, he can smoke everywhere else. It seems I know mm. it's the nineties, but come on, like a cafe, I don't know. Yeah. Well, anyway, keeping the flammable wooden desk. Yeah, exactly. Why not? Why Makes not? sense. I did like his line when he was teaching Joey to like flick away the cigarette mm. after the and he's like, "Yeah, cool. You keep practicing that, and I'll put out the sofa." Well, boom! Yeah. There's a Chandler yeah. thing. There's some off-screen antics going on. <laughs> so Chandler's an office guy. He works in an office. Maybe uh, I wasn't getting a lot from what was going on in the office. Maybe he's a journalist. You know, like, but not, like, uh, it wasn't, like, a big deal journalist because it wasn't all the hustle and bustle of, like, mm. I want I've got a scoop. But maybe, like, coffee news where he just kind of, like, puts together <laughs> a couple of stories and that's not a big deal. But in saying that, Monica, who works at Hospo, and she's a chef, this is the first time I think we've seen her at work, mm-hmm. there's zero hustle there. No. Which, if I worked in Hospo, which I never have, but, I, but from what I've heard from friends who have, mm-hmm. like, oh man, you got to get those, those plates out. I've watched Gordon Ramsay's Kitchen Nightmares and that kind of thing. <laughs> you mm. know. <laughs> I know. She is just half-assing whatever she's yeah. doing. Yeah, yeah totally. Um, totally. Also, 
taking time to actually watch this back again. The interior and exterior of the restaurant Iridium are so night and day with their design. It, it's it's just driven me mental this last time watching through. Like, what do you mean? Like the exterior is like it's a cool oyster bar on the inside. Yeah, and the inside's like a pottery barn. <laughs> yeah, fair enough, fair enough. I was like, oh, stupid. It made me annoyed. Yeah. And also, like... I think it's the second time that we've been in there. First time wearing a chef's hat because it's your Monica. Second time, no, she didn't need it. She's okay. having a chat. Just having a chin wag behind having the old belt. She's so casual mm. while she's working. Yeah. And I love that she feels that relaxed in what I assume is a high-pressure environment. But come on, Monica, put your hat on. Do some shopping or come something. On, well, what Monica. I love is now, of the six friends, we know that Chandler has a computer cubicle job. Yes. That Ross has something to do with, like... Papers in the museum, yeah. We know that Rachel is a waitress. Mm -hmm. We know that Monica is a chef. Yep. We know that Joey... He's an an actor, actor. yeah. (laughs) What's Phoebe up to? (laughs) We saw her busking, I think, in the first episode, and her picture of busking comes up on the DVD thing. So I think... And I know that she writes songs from, like, my friend's knowledge, and, like, does busking, and I think maybe she goes on to perform at at the, the Central Perk. So I know that like music is like a, a thing, but uh, I, I have zero. Maybe this is she's just, an enigma. She is. I'm so curious <laughs> about who Phoebe is. And like, let's say she was a busker. Surely, even like morals aside, well, I suppose you can't really put them aside. But like, she got gifted 8k collect like throughout yeah. the entire thing, and she might see herself as like you know the like she not, needs some of that charitable giving. Mm. But no. She gave it away. away. All of it. Yeah. And not only did she give the money away, she gave a big novelty football phone away. I yeah. know. That is... Yeah. As soon as she pulls it out of the bag, I'm like, I want that. Don't even like football. Yeah. Don't know anything um, about the rules. Not American. And it's wasted because Lizzie doesn't have a phone line. <laughs> Lizzie's the homeless woman. Yeah. And she has a name. Yep. Yeah. Is she... You know what? I don't want to know if she's recurring or not. I'll just find that out. <laughs> um, here are some stray observations mm. from me. We should maybe have, like, a jingle for stray observation time. Okay. Like, I think we need to start considering, you know, the format of this podcast as it grows. Yeah. Could possibly have a jingle for costume discussion. Oh, I was going to say, like, I've got, cost, like, costume watch. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Very maybe episode. those uh, jingles are just, like, the various stings from friends. Yeah, yeah. Like, guys, when it cut to Chandler's office, boom, 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 I don't think that ever gets used ever again. No, that's... Chandler Sneaky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, we, I think it's our job to keep that thing alive. Um, <laughs> is that, is that going to be cost, costume watch? Because we're like, yeah, yeah, we're sneaking around, sneaking going, yeah, yeah, looking yeah. at all the costumes. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, anyway, your stray observations. Well, let's do costume. We've done this thing, so we might yeah. as well do costume watch. <laughs> do it again, Nikki. I'll try and join in, but I'll get better on Lexicon. Okay. Bum, 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 bum. Costume watch. Nice. <laughs> Um, so my my takeaway from Costume Watch this episode, Joey's pirate shirt at the very start of the episode in the cafe. What the fuck? <laughs> I mean, I mean. Yeah. <laughs> they just, it's so, it's, it just swings wildly from post to post, like yeah. from scene to scene. But also with Joey's costuming, he's either got skin-tight t-shirt on, yeah. like, look at my good bod because I'm an actor, to 
flowing. I'm doing Pirates of Penzance. Maybe he just maybe he was going to a rehearsal of Pirates maybe. of Penzance. And maybe he was forgot because he's Joey to <laughs> take his costume off. <laughs> My favorite costume moment yeah. in this episode was when they all came in from the baseball game. Oh. And so they're like, we'll put Joey in an actual baseball shirt. We've got Rachel with like a baseball cap resting like beautifully on her flowing locks with that crop top. I know where you're going with this. And then this is all I'm going with. And then it's like total baseball garb. It's just like the costume person was like, I'll just, well, I was going to say Google, but did that even exist? I don't know. Ask Jeeves. But it was ridiculous. Nobody owns that. Like uh, nobody goes a to a casual baseball game like just dressed in like all different types mm. of baseball attire. Yeah, and nobody owns that much see, baseball. See, my favorite baseball attire is Ross's t-shirt. Oh, it yeah, just okay. seems like hard hitter. <laughs> yes, and it's like looks like you know one of those people on the side of the road that does like spray paint art. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. It's stuff. it's like galaxies and yeah. suns and moons and lens flares and also baseball t-shirt. Yeah, totally. Yeah. That brings me to my stray observation. They play baseball? <laughs> like, are they on a team? No. <laughs> like, what? I mean, hashtag spoilers, but no, no. They never play baseball <laughs> again. Did Alan make them play baseball? Maybe it was Alan's team. Yeah. It made it, no, no. I disagree. <laughs> and also, it seems like the league they were in, it said that they were against Hasidic jewelers. Yeah. And like, I want to play against that team. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm like, is this like? Because is, is there like a hyphen between the yeah. the W and the L? It's the perfect pub quiz name. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and social baseball team. Yeah, but they made it sound like that that's their regular game. And thank goodness Alan came along because yeah, he yeah, saved yeah. the day, mm. rather than like this is Alan's thing. Yeah, totally. And if anyone was going to be good at baseball of the friends, Monica should be there. Like, yeah. why did she not go with yeah. a large t-shirt dress? And yeah, it was a she's whole too thing. busy cooking. Yeah, at her restaurant, not because well, that was nearly a really bad mistake. <laughs> but she works as a chef. Yes, we we know. I dug myself out of that one. I think you dug yourself into that <laughs> one. Yeah, yeah, I know. Literally, no one at home yeah. was thinking he's a misogynist. They're like, oh yeah, they've been talking about how she's a chef. No, I just got the panic sweats. Like, yeah. like get back in yeah. the kitchen. <laughs> Other stray observation. Mm. Um, I think it all oh, lamb chop. Does anyone around the table know Lamb Chop like I know Lamb Chop? Yeah. So that was the TV show they were watching to yeah. stop puppets? when Chandler was, like, really angry. Yeah. Um, it suck. <laughs> see, I remember Lamb Chop, and Lamb Chop had a friend called, like, Charlie Horse. Yes. And there was one other friend whose name, like, escaped I me. I can't either. remember the other salt puppet. But, but Sherry Lewis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. And she had all the voices and stuff, like. Yes. I remember getting into that. When I had totally forgotten that there was that small moment in that episode, and I was like, oh, Lamb Chop. I miss Lamb Chop. I don't know what it is, but it's, it's a kid's show with salt puppets. Yes. Yeah, cool. Yeah. It was and awesome. They were watching it together. Yeah. For but it was like the other the other moment in the, the previous episode where they're watching Three's Company or something. Yeah, yeah. And there's the gag about Three's Company and just in two thousand and eighteen in our lounge didn't play. We were just like <laughs> Are you kidding? I laughed out loud. I think that is such a funny gag. You did not because laugh it's out. not even about You laughed in your head if you laughed at all. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's so funny because the joke isn't just about Three's Company, it's about Every sitcom maybe, episode ever. Maybe you laughed at the gag afterwards with Phoebe turning the TV off, but... No, I, I mean, I well, did, I'm, all I'm saying is I disagree. I think that's so okay. funny. That okay, gag. well, you are like 50, so you probably remember it <laughs> before it went into syndication. Yeah, well, men are allowed to age women. Drink at home. 
Great Scott. <laughs> this, I feel Whiskey. like... <laughs> Scotch. I've got one final observation. Okay. I think at some point we need to talk about Ross's hair. It doesn't need to be now, but I just need to say, over the last three episodes as we've been sort of like getting back into this... Mm. I have never before and never after seen hair like that on a human. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I'll keep an eye out hair, for it. Like, look we at may have ruined Ross for you. Yeah, look at his hairstyle and just try and figure out where the hair starts on his head, where it ends, what's keeping it in place, and what it might feel like. <laughs> it's just like when you look at like Nick Jonas and you think, you're a really attractive guy, and then you notice his tooth, and then you cannot look at anything but his <laughs> I've tooth. literally never looked at Nick Jonas in my life, there's a lie, but I can't even picture what he looks like. I don't oh. know what this man looks like. Is yeah, he handsome? No, he was in he One was, Direction. I, I know, it was a joke. <laughs> and he wasn't in One Direction. <laughs> I know, that was, a good, that was a good follow-up joke. <laughs> what was he at? He was in one of the Jonas Brothers. <laughs> and also, he was just in Jumanji. <laughs> <laughs> Nick Jonas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Also, why is he performing under the name Justin Jumanji? (laughs) Well, the next step is the one with George Stephanopoulos. Yeah. (laughs) Thoughts? Yeah, Uh, preview. The the nickname is... um, The nickname. The name is lost to me. Um, So I don't know if he's a famous person. Here's what... Okay, here's what I think. George Stephanopoulos is a famous person. (laughs) And... But... Uh, like famous within the world of the sitcom mm. and um, Rachel starts dating him um, and she doesn't know who he is um, and doesn't know that he's a famous big deal um, and uh, Ross is torn between like being jealous because he, he likes Rachel um, but also he's a big fan of, 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 of George S mm. and so uh, that's that's the drama. It's like he's a good guy, but oh, Rachel's mine. Every one of your predictions, I would prefer to watch that storyline. Yeah. Like I was like, I want to see that episode. Like <laughs> so badly. Please write a sitcom. <laughs> okay, cool. We'll just give you the titles, and yeah. that is like your inspiration jump off point, yeah. and you can just go from there. One last thing before we uh, we end this was you know when you're watching a movie. Uh, and then they say the title of the movie, and it's mm-hmm. like, oh, they said it! Yeah. You know, when, when James Corden's like, well, it's time for me to go into, into the, the woods. woods. <laughs> yeah. um, I really enjoyed it, where at the end of the episode, Alan's like, uh, I really like spending time with you, Monica, but I don't really like your friends. friends. <laughs> 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 <laughs>